At the T-minus three-minute mark, tape recorders on board the spacecraft were turned on. These recorders record both voice and data. This is WOMMLP operating out of Burlington, Vermont, 105.9 The Radiator. It's the Rocket Shop. Good evening. I'm your host, Tom Proctor, and with me tonight is Kane Corso. Hello. Hey there. What's up? There we go. In front of the mic is always better. Yeah, sorry. It, all, all good. Um, yeah, glad to have you in the studio. I've been listening to a few of these songs this afternoon, and I'm very much looking forward to this. Awesome. Thank you. We're so happy to be here. Thank you guys, all of you guys, for having us. Well, we like kicking off with a song, so what have you got for us? Uh, this song uh, is called Slappy Joe. Oh, 
All right, Sloppy Joe there by Kane Corso. So I also noticed you got another song called Beer for Breakfast. So I'm now starting to wonder if all your songs might be like food and drink related. So Sloppy Joe, Beer for Breakfast, Cabbage. Uh, cabbage. Is, is that is that something that you you're pursuing, or is this just a uh, look at the draw? Yeah, it's kind of like the job. I feel like we come up with, like, a riff we think is dope, and then, you know, just to, like, kind of log it in our memory, we give it, like, a fake name, just something that we see in our immediate presence or something that someone says out loud, and then it seems like we're usually like, oh, we can always change that and and do whatever. Then we end up usually writing the (laughs) storyline kind of around what the name is and try to make it, uh, trying to personify it a little bit. So Sloppy Joe was when you were writing in a high school cafeteria or something and... No, no, (laughs) no. Uh, I think we were just making Sloppy Joes while we made this riff and... I think. <laughs> I don't know. I hope so. That sounds like some quite difficult multitasking. I, I can imagine the food got everywhere. You know, you just... We're talented. Yeah. You're talented. You, you talented just, boys. See, I almost swore there. You're just going to put it on a low heat setting and cover <laughs> it? And you just let it simmer. And that's when we... you start writing your music. Yeah. 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 They always neglect that smell part. It, we, the song is done. Right. Right. Yeah. They do neglect that part in the, uh, in the recipes online. Uh-huh. Um... Uh, correct me if I'm wrong here, I feel like there should be four of you, but there is three of you here tonight. Uh, am I wrong in thinking that there was usually a quartet, or it, it is... Uh... It was it was a quartet for a time. Actually, uh, Liam's uh, younger brother, Aiden uh, Demers, kind of helped found, find the band, really. And I think, like, you know, we're ready to floor it. I think mm. Liam's about to graduate, and we're ready to just put all our eggs into this basket. And I just don't think he was quite ready for you know, for that, which, you know, nobody's mad at anybody for that. You know, you got to live your life. We're going to try to live ours, so. You said that through gritted teeth. Yeah, yeah, for <laughs> sure. No, uh, Nobody's mad, honestly. No, Nobody, yeah, no I, one's I'm angry fine. right now. Uh, 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 <laughs> uh, no, no, we, we obviously, obviously, like, Liam's going to stay in touch with Aiden yeah. no matter what, but, you know. He has it, to. It, it's all love, you know, all, we wish the best for him. You know, we, we do miss him, you know, he is yeah. a friend, we love him. We're, we're fine. Yeah, no, yeah, it's, yeah, fine. it's great. It's yeah. great. It's great. Um, so I do hear, so um, obviously he apparently started the band, but I also hear the origin story in general uh, for Kane Corso is kind of interesting. So how did you guys kind of get together in the first place? Does somebody else want to take this one? Yeah, I mean, so Ethan had, he was coming back from Colorado. He was playing in another group. And, uh, you know, in his coming back, he was going to start going to the same school I was going at. I saw him make a post, told him, you know, hey man, let's let's link up, let's start making some music, and kind of just through that first week, like Ethan and I met up, Aiden started coming in, Maker was there, and it was kind of like, okay, this is the group we want to work yeah. with. Yeah, it's I think it's important to remember too that like, I, I moved to Colorado when I was ten years old. I'm from here originally. I went to elementary school with Liam until I moved to Colorado in the fourth grade, and then COVID happened, and I decided I was going to move back to the northeast to live with my family and live cheap and did and you did you leave at 10 years old on your own i'm imagining like on a no 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 just just my mom and i just okay. Lindsay and i just went to a new city i feel like most new englanders colorado's like yeah. high on the itinerary you know yeah. they're very similar it's a lot of white people and craft beer jam yeah. bands and bluegrass and stuff like that so yeah. they're almost synonymous with each other so yeah it's just a lot just a bit bigger i guess bigger mountains yeah, yeah. worse jam band music yeah uh, yeah more craft breweries um so so you moved back and middle of the pandemic 
Yeah. My, my first day, I, I, I went to their house for the first time April 21st, 2020. I moved here April 17th. Whoa. That was quick turnaround. Oh, wow. Oh, you already opened the wall. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. yeah. We're famous. Yeah, you can actually buy that at the gift shop at the end. As really? Well. Yeah, no. Nice. <laughs> $30. Cool. <laughs> we put on a t-shirt if you want. It would, obviously, you like t-shirts with uh, big faces on it, so. Yes, sir. Yeah. Um, Mine's over here. <laughs> <laughs> it's difficult not to look at the giant Labrador in your chest, I'll be honest with you. Thank you. That's probably the intention. Uh-huh. Um, so it's great that you actually know the exact dates you came back. So this is quite, a, quite a, uh, a memorable moment for you. Yeah, it was almost traumatic, but it became good. <laughs> like right at the nick of time, like Indiana Jones pulling his hat yeah. out. But uh, yeah, no, nothing but all good things. I'm more proud of this band than any other project I've been a part of. So. Well, it sounds like you're a, a fantastic live outfit. I mean, just listening to you then, though, that absolute wall of sound was fantastic. It's I can see why you're sound. not doing a 10-minute drum solo, because you would be dead yeah. by the end of it, yeah. <laughs> yeah. The floor was vibrating by the end of that. But Heck yeah. Um, creating this in, in the pandemic, it must have been really frustrating to not be able to like show it to anyone. So how did you kind of deal with that? Or did that kind of help uh, things? We still haven't really. I yeah, we <laughs> used it to our advantage, I feel, I feel like. I feel like yeah. nobody was touring yeah. and nobody yeah. was, you know, nobody knew if they should be releasing music, if they should be holding on to it. And I think we just were like, everybody's quiet right now. So we're gonna, <laughs> we're gonna make moves silently. And uh, yeah, that's what we did. Now the world's ready to open up, so we're ready to open up to the world. So literally, these last two years, you kind of just been like honing your skills, in the practicing, living room. and uh, and also saw maybe in the studio as well. You're in the studio in March, right? We're kind of in the studio all the time. Uh, Liam's an audio engineer major, um, so we are demoing constantly but every once in a while we have a friend with the local studio that's just like hey why don't you come down for an evening and do whatever you're doing in your living room here so we do that sometimes i mean that's very lucky because one of the biggest costs i'm sure everyone in this band knows is, uh, for any any new musician is uh is studio, Decent studio recording time. yeah so is that allowed you to experiment a bit more or do you kind of go into the studio knowing exactly what you want to do depends if because we'll cut demos down in the living room kind of just on a cheaper setup and if once we kind of get the picture down there we'll get up into the studio i mean up at school i'm super lucky 24 7 access can book it out for six eight hours if you catch the right pocket so we're not too concerned about time in the studio when we're actually up there at very fortunate that way at school is that pocket tends to be like 2 a.m to 10 a.m or is that when every band you wants to play it. no you know i mean uh, i wish there were more bands on campus there really aren't that many there's probably three or four actual like three or four piece bands and um now it's easy to get in there yeah yeah um you said there's not not enough bands going on on campus does this mean that you kind of everyone laser focuses on you and the kind of work that you're doing or is, no is we don't really play on campus at, at all we stay off there except except in the studio so we get asked we get asked, but yeah, of course, yeah. we try and stay off of there. Yeah. We don't want to be known as like a college campus okay. band, you know? Like, oh, wait, one of us. All of our antics might not be supported either. So. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying really hard not to swear right now. You did a great job. Thank you. Yeah. Congrats. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, well, we'd love to hear another song. So what we got for us? Uh, this song's called Softy. Thanks for a good night's time 
right. Softy there by Kane Corso. Um, so you guys all still live in the Northeast Kingdom at the moment? Uh, yes, sir. Liam and I live in a uh, apartment in Lindenville, Vermont, where NVU is located, and uh, Maker lives about 40 minutes away in Littleton, New Hampshire. Oh, nice. Um, so I would imagine your neighbors are either very far away or don't mind the practicing. We have an agreement that they don't complain about what we do, and we don't complain about what they do. Uh, which would be... I don't know. I mean, they can party, too. So, okay. I mean, it's just nice, you know, <laughs> like, we, we are understanding when they feel like getting loud, okay. and they have an understanding when we feel like getting loud. Got it. I thought you were going to, like, say they're, like, international drug dealers or something. It's like, we'll ignore the, uh, the pounds mean, of cocaine Vermont. coming in. <laughs> the illegal pandas. Yeah. We're okay with that, so long as you're okay with us practicing. Yeah, exactly. Um, and, uh, if I'm right, there's two of you are brothers and one of you is not. Is that Aiden was the brother? Aiden, Aiden is gone now. Okay, so n no relations between the three of you. No. Okay. Lifelong friends. They have. Yeah. They've known each other. Maker's known Liam longer than Liam's little brother has known Liam. So. <laughs> <laughs> does Does he also know you better than your brother does? Probably sometimes. Yeah. 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 I, so. I bet I know your brother. Better he, than you do. He, I would well, say right now you do. Yeah. <laughs> you just know everyone better. Maker, yeah. Maker yeah. still works with Aiden. Oh, I see. I yeah, got you. I see him 40 hours a week. Oh, More. <laughs> that sounds unfortunate. Um, so, <laughs> because you've all known each other for so long, I know admittedly there was a, a fairly large gap uh, with one of you. Um, does that change the dynamic in terms of bringing ideas to the group, or uh, does it mean there's more squabbles, less squabbles, or um, you kind of got this kind of uh, a relationship now where kind of anything kind of goes. I think sometimes it can make squabbles more intense because there's so much history and context. This is from the outsider looking mm -hmm. in, but uh, I also think that kind of allows us more um, security. Like we know kind of that we can say whatever we feel like we need to say or things can get nasty for a second without us having to think that it's the end or so you know you know something like that so it's a double-edged sword right in my opinion uh, not spot on yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> general agreement um you've got a very distinctive sound i mean it's uh very blues rocky definitely uh had um black keys in mind when i, when wow, I start, started listening to you um was that something very intentional when you first came together initially as a group or is this something that kind of just happened with you all into this genre and so you kind of went that way or uh, was it was it something else? You do this one. Yeah, I did. I, it's probably <laughs> it's probably just a bunch of like all of our influences. Like we all just listen to kind of the same music and that vibe, and it just came together. I don't even think we know what our genre really is yet. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I. I it's coming through to me at least blues rock very very strongly but Hell I mean yeah. then again I'm not the not in this band so um it also feels like you got kind of an ethos of a band reading your your bio it seems that like dancing fun good vibes that seems to be very central to to what you're about like the room up yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. again was that is that kind of an intentional thing or is that kind of oh it just happens and we all just like to have fun with each other I, I think the risk that yeah. <laughs> Sorry. I think the risks that we're drawn to just so happen to be the ones that, that make people dance. Like, I think anytime we're, you know, spitballing a riff back and forth, I think that's kind of the main thing that we're looking for is like, okay, well, like, uh, what effect is this going to have 
on the listeners, the people in the audience, mm. less so than the the piece of the body of work that you can find on Spotify. I think a lot of it is geared towards specifically having a good, fun live show. Right. Well, and but you said you haven't done too much live music. Yeah, you've you've kind of been cloistered away in in the houses, in the studio. So uh, when you have played live, have the audience responded in the way that you, you wanted them to respond? Yeah, oh my God. 100%. Yeah, we, yeah. The, the one like show that we were able to play like once you know, people started getting vaccinated and we can be at full capacity with the venues, I think we... Sold out. Yeah, like, there was like 50 extra people like past capacity that like it, it really was jam-packed. Like, there was a point where like people were still lined up outside and we were like, we cannot sneak any more people in. Like, we are so sorry. We tried our best with everybody. I was telling uh, the door guy, who just so happened to be the venue owner, every person that walked through, I was like, that's my cousin. That's my uncle. Like, they're, they're like, I've got a large Catholic extended family. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that's an incredible first gig to have. How did that make you feel? I mean, it sounded like it must have been an absolute riot of an evening. You managed to sell out a show immediately. I mean, that's... I must feel great. It's a lot of pressure to live up to. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You feel you set the bar too high now. Yeah, certainly, certainly. But, you know, we're just trying to integrate into new places and set here a new bar. Are. Yeah, here we are. How did you get such an audience for, for a new band? I mean, I'm sure a lot of other people who listen to this would, would, would like to know because it is such a struggle these days. There's so much noise about. There's so many different ways you can put yourself forward. I uh, think we all had... You know, we were all very musical, all very much like want this for our lives. I think all of our friends and just people in our lives that support us and know that like this is what we do. We're just kind of like they were just ready to be like, all right, like what have you been working on? Like it's been two years now. I know you've been hiding away, like buried in the dungeon, working away at this. But like people were just ready to like find out what we have been doing for years you've been picking up lots of players on spotify as well i mean it's, it is it is this is a small independent radio station a lot of the people who come in come in here are, are fairly small and so when i go to spotify often it's like less than 100 views less than 500 views if you're lucky maybe a thousand views i clicked on your spotify account today and it's like seven and a half thousand uh, listens for the top song which is Fairly we're probably large. at 15,000 today. I think we're at like 14,998 okay, right yeah. now. Or something. Wow. So, so, yeah, how did that How did that get cultivated? I think that was where the pandemic helped us a little bit, too. When a new band starts, they're not focused on recording and releasing music. They're just focused on playing whatever shows you can. But that wasn't an option at the time. So it was like, if we want people to hear this, we have to release it. And between releasing the music and building that, social platform before that show i think it just helped everyone get really excited and kind of launch into it yeah is is that helping you book gigs now uh if you got because i know you're playing in new hampshire which uh now makes more sense yeah. that you yeah. you live there um but um you got that coming up in april i think was that uh, well we we just got uh canceled that april 1st show uh they canceled on us maybe four days ago it's just a really bad april fool's joke yeah. we literally <laughs> booked it for april 1st because we were like if we have to cancel then we can just tell people like, it psych. was a joke and then we were like we're sorry everybody it's not a joke we are actually in fact canceling yeah, but we're, you know, we're playing a house party up in our neck of the woods in the Northeast Kingdom. Uh, we're playing 
The loading dock was at April 9th, which is the same venue that we sold out, but now we're returning there as the opening act, which is nice because it's less pressure, shorter set. We can really just give you our gravy mm. and then leave, you know, so. Uh, you not even and then s- we're doing Charlie O's and Montpelier, so that, I guess, will be our first uh, uh, Vermont show, like, as a headliner. Yeah, I mean, that, you, as much as I think you'd rock a venue, uh, you guys must be a lot of fun at a house party gig, though. That That sounds like a... We're gonna find out. Almost an ideal setting for you, you know. Yeah, yeah. Is there? This will be like your first DIY show. Yeah. Yeah, first house party show. Yeah. Yeah, certainly. Yeah. How? How is that? Just like a friend's house, or did you? Did you get asked to do that? No, because we got canceled on at uh, for our April first show. I think pretty much the evening that that got canceled, we were just in a panic, and we were like, "How can we make it up to the people (laughs) who are planning so long to see us?" Like, we just have to offer them something, like, somewhere. And we were like, we will throw it at our house if it has to be. But if we can find somebody else's house to trash, that would be... Ideal. Fine. A lot yeah, more fun. Uh, well, if you ever guys ever want to play in a, back, in a garden in Burlington, uh, we'll certainly take you in the more summer. More than anything. Yeah. More than anything. I think you guys would be hella fun in, in the summer with a barbecue going. and Woo! Yeah. All, all yeah. Of that, yes. Let's lock it in right now. Um, so, yeah, let's, uh, let's hear another song. Where you go? Okay, uh, this one's called None. This one's loud. As opposed to the other songs. Yeah, this one's our loudest and fastest. I want you 
Kane Corso, Jesus, the ringing in my ears, man. It's going to uh, keep going for a few days, I think. Thank you, sir. Yeah, that was, uh, I, I, I do love it. I love the wall of sound. Um, I love to know how you go about crafting these songs. Because you say you kind of start with that rift and then and then attach whatever name to it that you see in your line of sight. But then then what happens? How does this, how does this come about? <laughs> a lot of weed. <laughs> and, and beer and time just um, having a good time like it's yeah. not business it just, when yeah. we're meeting up it's having a good time just making sure we're doing what we want to do and this is what happens yeah yeah, yeah. oh I had a train of thought and I just lost it um yeah I think you know I think the best music happens when you're having a good time making it like I don't know just like a band that's bickering all the time probably isn't, you know, making something, you know, with their so raw, like with their heart and soul. I don't know. Do Maybe Fleetwood Mac or that. something. Uh, <laughs> some people definitely like use, you know, using music as a as a form of therapy, either to kind of get out uh, emotions that they sometimes can't express in their regular everyday life, or to say <laughs> things that maybe are true to themselves but find it difficult to express. Um, or, you know, um, they, they have a, you just want to be having fun. So, but is there ever kind of like a crossover? Is it kind of <laughs> lyrics in perspective or are you just kind of like writing about just whatever is exciting to you at the moment? I think stories and characters and stuff like that. Like I said, I think we usually find a name and then try to come up with a storyline that might make, you know, that name relevant or, you know, like the, the focal point and the. But, uh, yeah, um, mostly stories. I, I don't think any of us are quite secure enough in our writing to <laughs> write about ourselves all that much. I think we incorporate, you know, parts of our lives and, and we use um, sensory details, like, from our everyday life. But mostly I think the storylines are, you know, it's just stories, mostly. So you're just making these stories between the three of you as you kind of, like, sitting around and having a smoke and having a drink? Yes. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. That is a lot. Sounds like a lot of fun. Is there any been any rejected stories? Any stories that have gone in the bin? Like, no, this is too far. We have gone too far this time. Mm. I don't know about rejected stories, but like, I think maybe the story can take a left turn if we have like a line that just fits so right, but doesn't really fit like with the story. We might change it up a little bit, but I don't know. And and the storylines are loose too. It's just like it. Maybe it could be about this guy that does this. Maybe. I don't know. What do you guys <laughs> it's think? your interpretation. Yeah. Um, yeah, and so um, you you seem to be have gathered a fair collection, at least of songs now. The spank uh, Banks. Spank Banks. Uh, is that what we call them? Is That's that our we... drive with all of our demos in okay, it. Okay, cool. Bank. Yeah, we'll 
I'm sure we can say that on the radio. I think both of those words aren't swear words, no, so I think yeah, we're okay. We're clear. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we'll just forget about the connotation. Um, so yeah, how many how many songs are you kind of up to in the uh, in the spank bank? I want to say pushing fifteen or sixteen. I uh, do it. I was gonna guess like nine or something. <laughs> I, would say, I would say probably fifteen, sixteen. Yeah, between like you if go we're right. counting everything Spanish indie, like the beer for breakfast too. I mean. There's Fat a lot blues. of demos. Fat Blues, Canteen. We have, like, and then, yeah. Enough for maybe an album. I was going to say, that's an album at that point, isn't it? <laughs> We're cherry pickers, you know? We okay. have to write more than we have to and then pick our favorites. S- at least I am. Sometimes sometimes that's a point of contention, <laughs> but I think we all come with a listening and understanding ear. So have you got, uh, it sounds like you've all got an album on your mind in terms of getting something out. Uh, at some point I don't think we have a sense of urgency about like a full album but definitely you know a body of work that's larger than just a single maybe start with an EP you know albums it's hard right now you know yeah it's like shotgun all your best stuff all at once you know just like the industry is just revolving around singles and and music videos and just like consistent stream of content so I think we're just kind of maybe trickling it in a little more wow you know for every one song we release we probably write three or four more yeah. in in the meantime so well you kind of hit the nail on the head there it's not really the way the industry's going these days albums aren't quite as relevant unless you're like a already kind of a uh, an artist that is but for us you know concerns. we're in love with the culture you right. know we love rock and roll you know culture and you know um i think an album sounds fun to all of us just because we love great albums but i don't know if it's very practical mm. right now have you got anything in mind in terms of uh, a, a coherent theme for an album as you said you kind of a cherry picker so is there is it because you're looking to put together a body of work that is kind of coherent and has like a, a run through line through it or, or is it more like no I want to put on 10 songs that I absolutely positively love and I'm not going to have one song on there that I'm not absolutely 100% on else I, I think, I don't know, it could be different for all of us. I personally, yeah. I like cohesiveness. Like, mm. I like an album that flows good together. They don't have to, it doesn't have to be a concept album. They don't have to all fit thematically with each other. But if it flows good, then I'm, I'm all about it. Right. Um, well, we've, because your songs are quick and snappy, we've probably got time for two more if you've got, if you've got enough oh, man. ready yeah. for you. Could we hit him with Shag after? No way. You don't want to do that one. Oh, absolutely not. Everyone, no. That's yeah, except we have like twenty five percent of the lyrics written. Just send it. No, sir. No, sir. <laughs> <laughs> no, sir. So, do you, want to, do you want to stick with four still? We could, we could just stick oh, with four if you want. I mean, we can do it. Okay. Let's do strut and see where we're at. Sounds good. All right. Well, I'll take it away. All right. This is strut. Thanks for thanks for, thanks for, thanks for watching. watching. Can I get a little less reverb?
Ken Corso, wow, Thanks, pal. that was that was great. I'm so glad I asked for a fifth song. Um, <laughs> that made me tired just watching it. I mean, how are you gonna how are you gonna be able to build yourself up for a last song? How do you uh, do this in for an entire gig? You know, <laughs> you know what, we just want people to know that that we're we're not taking it for granted. <laughs> that, that we really enjoy doing this. Do you have to, like, train the weeks beforehand to, to get your stamina up? No, we just chain-smoke darts, Bob. <laughs> <laughs> like a true athlete. Yes, yeah, sir. It's what they did in the 1950s. It was good enough for them. Yeah, it's good, good for you. You made me really want to go back to uh, Kings of Leon's first album. Yes. That's one of my favorite yes, ones. That's dude. probably, like, dude, top five 
biggest mutual interest is like youth and young manhood you're talking about yeah like, yeah yeah oh yeah. my god that whole album is oh, crazy. absolutely incredible yeah. and so was uh-huh. aha shake heartbreak oh, like both of those were just yeah. we're all pretty yeah, obsessed right. with to be honest with you we covered Four kicks, so let's give it to him. We actually do four kicks if you want that one to be a fifth one. Hey, that sounds great, actually. Um, Which we've got about the time for, but before I let you do that, and I'm so excited, um, could you tell everyone how to find you uh, or your social media and, again, just where the next gigs are, just so people know? Uh, Yeah, uh, you can... If you Google Cane Corso, you're going to find a bunch of dogs because it's a dog breed. Um, (laughs) Is this why you're wearing the dog shirt? No, that is just a coincidence, okay. but uh, I should have. I should have did this on purpose. I should have just told you I did this on purpose. No one would have known. Darn. Um, yeah, you can find us on Instagram, at Mr. Kane Corso. Um, that's us. You'll find uh, a nifty logo right here. If you see if you see this bad Larry. Nobody can. Ah! We, we, do, we, all lot, we are blind-streaming, so yeah. Then that's us. Um... You can, yeah, follow us on Spotify. Mostly Instagram right now is, I think, our best one. But, you know, f- feel free to email us, cancorsoband uh, at gmail.com if you want us to play a house party or a show. I mean, we really want to play in Burlington more often. I mean, you know, being from rural Vermont, like, this is kind of the, the closest, like, cultural oasis that we have. So we'd really like to be a part of it if you'd have us. Oh, absolutely. I'm 100% getting you to play this summer in uh, one of our house parties. Uh, But I think you'd also be fantastic at any one of the venues around here as well. Nice. um, Very much looking forward to seeing you live, live, not that this hasn't been. Live, live. Live, live. Well, uh, thank you guys so much for coming in. This has been an absolute pleasure. Did not know what to expect this afternoon when I uh, started looking you up and I was... Delighted. You're a very good interviewer. You Thank you very like much. You did your research. Um, but yeah, we're, we've got time for one more song, so uh, four kicks. All right, I'm not doing a guitar solo. I'm too busy holding it down <laughs> on the rhythm. This is gonna be weird. I know. I gotta Cockfight, four kicks, who's right and 
now. Also, playing us out there with four kicks once again. Thank you guys so much for coming in. This has been great. We would love to have you back in again uh, anytime. We'd love to be back. This is a great time. You guys are an awesome audience. Thank you so much. Um, well, this all got time for tonight. You got to check us out next week when we're gonna have Moon Dogs in the studio. But for tonight, this has been WOMMLP operating out Burlington, one hundred five point nine, the Radiator, the Rocket Shop. I've been your host, Tom Proxer, and good night. Woo! Yeah. a lot of fun. Yeah,